Hello, I'm Floyd Miller, the host of It's Everything West Texas, and I mean everything. Some of our topics are going to make you laugh, and some will make you cry. I guarantee you all of them will make you think. It is the podcast that highlights people and issues in West Texas. As a neighbor, we want to talk with you. The goal is not necessarily to get agreement, but it is about understanding. Subscribe today and never miss another podcast. Hello, my name is Floyd Miller, and I am the host of It's Everything West Texas. And as you know, we are always trying to bring you interesting programs. I think today we have a very interesting program. It is a program about a lady that had eye surgery, but it's it's more than that. The reason I wanted to talk with her and wanted you to hear her is because she is so grateful uh, for what this surgery uh, has done for her. So at this time, I would like to introduce uh, Miss Connie Smith. So welcome to the program, Connie. Well, thank you very much. Well, I'm so happy to have you here. And in a few minutes, we want to talk about your journey on having this eye surgery and what it has meant to you. But first of all, I would like for you to tell the audience a little a bit about yourself, whatever you feel comfortable talking about. Okay. Well, first of all, I am a Mimi, and that is the best job in the world. I have uh, five grands. They range from 12 years old to my baby will be a month, a year old in next month. So I have been on this at this job for 12 years, and it is the best job in my life. Um, I have two uh, girls. They both live here in Abilene, and that, I have come to find out, is a very great thing in my life because I have friends who never see their grandchildren but maybe once or twice a year, and I get to see mine on a daily basis if I have the time and if they have the time as well. They're very busy, but uh, that's a little bit about me. Oh, you said you had the best job in the world. What What do you do? I'm being their meanie. Oh, okay, okay, all right, okay. Well, that that is great. I mean, those grandchildren can kind of do something for you that maybe mm. nothing else can exactly. quite fill that bill. Exactly. All right, well, uh, Connie, the reason I really want to talk with you today is about this uh, eye surgery you had, and I think you had a, um, I guess you would call it um, a, a disease, keratoconus? Uh, yes, that's okay. right. Okay, but you got to explain to us what that is. Okay. I have come to find out that keratoconus is hereditary. But my great-grandmother did not get out of the house when she got older because she could not see, but she knew the way around her house so she could get around and do things. Back in that day, because I'm kind of old, so this was a long time ago, um, This there wasn't anything for this disease, so you just lived with it. So um, 
what happens is the cornea part of the eye grows to a point, and it keeps growing and growing. And back when I was diagnosed with uh, keratoconus, I was uh, 22 years old. And they said, well, you're just going to have to live with this, but maybe when you get to be 40, we'll do a cornea transplant. So that's that's kind of it. There wasn't a lot of technology about it, but it has come a long way since then. Okay, you said that it is uh, heredity. Was this grandmother on your dad's side or on your mother's side? The grandmother, great-grandmother on my dad's side. We thought it skipped generations because I was the first one to be diagnosed with this, but since then... There have been others that have been diagnosed with it, so I'm not real sure if it skips generations or not. Uh, maybe it's just with me. Okay, so when when you were, I guess, when you were in high school and in that type of situation, this did not affect you, or did it affect you and you not know what it was? Well, I've always had eye problems. I'll never forget. Again, I'm old, so... I went to school, my first year of school was 1961, and there wasn't kindergarten, it was just first grade. Uh, So in second grade, back then, they tested your eyes, and so I tested that I needed some help. So my parents took me to get glasses, and I'll never forget this. We had a mesquite, no, a mimosa tree in our front yard. I was so amazed that how that leaf on that mimosa tree was. I had never seen that before. It was just a green blob. But wow. when I saw it for the first time, it was it was simply amazing. Oh, okay. So I I've had had eye problems in second grade and probably before then, just didn't know it. But as I got older, I guess the cone of my cornea started growing. When I was uh, 22, I worked for the Texas Department of Health, and I was in the dental department. So I traveled all over Texas teaching dental health education to school-aged children. And I was in San Angelo, Texas, And I could not read the street signs. Just all of a sudden, I couldn't read the street signs. And I thought, what is going on? And so I went to my doctor here, and that started just a whirlwind of a doctor's appointments, trying to get my vision back. Okay, well, now, if you can't see signs, how did this affect your career? I mean, did you have to stop driving? Did you have to change jobs? No. How did that work? I I just, I didn't have to stop driving. I didn't change my job. I just dealt with it for a little bit, but I was constantly, I went to six doctors that year after I found out. I mean, after 
trying to get my vision back. And then I don't remember who diagnosed it for sure, but at some point we realized what I had. And so I started wearing a little bitty contact that that just goes on the cone of the cornea. So that helped quite a bit for for quite a few years. And then about age 40, that's when I started having some more problems. And so I was going all over Texas trying to figure out with with leads, thinking that this was going to be the doctor that I needed. I went to Big Spring. I went to Dallas. Finally, I thought, the World Wide Web is out there, so let me see what they have to say. Well, come to find out, the specialist in the country was in Houston, Texas, Dr. Jeffrey Lanier. So I went to see him, and wham, bam, I was having surgery. I had a cornea transplant. So that carried me up until 2021. And then I started not being able to see at night. And the job that I have now, I go to work at 6 a.m., so it's pretty dark. Right. So... I couldn't get in to see uh, the doctor until after the first of the year of, um, I guess it was 2020, and then 2021, I, I met Dr. David McCartney in Lubbock, Texas. And um, so from October to January, I hired a man for my church to take me to work in the morning. And it was it was very relaxing because I knew in my heart of hearts that I, I couldn't see, but that would have been the 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 life of me would have gone out if I'd hit somebody or hurt somebody with my car. Right. Mm-hmm. So um Jerry Young from my church started picking me up at every morning to take me to work. Then my best friend since second grade, Kelly Campbell, would pick me up and take me home. So I did that from October to January of 2021. And that's when Dr. McCartney did cataract surgery. And you say, well, you could get cataract surgery anywhere here, even in Abilene. Yes, you can. But I had a cornea transplant in that eye that had the cataract. And you just don't mess around. There's a lot of things that can happen. And Dr. McCartney had devised a way to do cataract surgery on cornea transplant patients to where they would not lose their vision in that eye. So that's where I am today, okay. able to see. So so tell me, what, what has life been like <laughs> since that particular surgery? Okay. Um, January the 14th of 2020, 
21. I saw my toes for the first time in 32 years. Wow. <laughs> That's that sounds probably really like whoopee to y'all, but it was Yahoo to me. <laughs> it was oh, it was just amazing. I've seen things that I haven't seen if ever in years. I didn't realize that First Baptist Church downtown has a scallop edging on top of the building. That's the first thing I saw when I walked out of the eye doctor's office after getting. I have to wear a contact still, right? But um, I walked out of Doctor Dorothy. Well, I can't even think of her last name. Preston, sorry. Uh, Dr. Dorothy Preston's office after getting my, my new contact. And I saw that and I thought, wow, that is amazing. And it was just, it's been life changing, life changing. I have always had to wear a contact. Mm-hmm. Now, I say a contact because my other eye, my eye that didn't have the cornea transplant, has macular degeneration. So it's not any good. So I have one good eye. So I have to wear a contact, had to wear a contact all the time. That being said, before the cataract surgery, I could not live alone because if I dropped my contact, even in the sink, in the bathroom, I couldn't find it. And so I had to live with somebody that could help me see my contact to get it, to put it back in. But now I don't have to live with anybody. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, I know. I know. I bought. A home last year, and I'm living, living the dream. That is, uh, that is wonderful. How do you feel like it? Uh, it seemed like you. Uh, I've known you for a long time. It seemed like you're a very positive person, anyway. But did this? How did this? Affect you as a person, your self image? Did it change anything, or did it? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I remember I would see a doctor in Fort Worth. We pr- we went there every week for three months just trying to see if we could find a contact that would fit my eye to where I could see. And they told me that most keratoconus patients that they have are not are very depressed. They don't think about their life any further being that good. And I never thought that way. I am happy to be alive. I'm thankful to for everything that I have. And this new vision is just amazing. Well, what would you say to someone that is maybe suffering from uh, the same type of eye disease that you had or that's just 
suffering from anything, just going through a hard time, what would what would be your advice to them? My advice is to keep keep going. There is help somewhere. And just fortunately for me, I found it right here in Texas. I was ready to go across the United States, you know, to find help. But my um my people were here in Texas. I just say keep keep going. Ask questions. Look on the web and and just get help because life is wonderful, but life is grand when you have vision. Very grand. So so we've been listening to uh, Connie Smith talk about um, challenges that she had with her eyesight. And um, these are things that a lot of time people people just take uh, for granted. I, I suppose we could glean quite a few things from what uh, uh, Connie has said to us today, but I— for me, it just reminds me that um, all of us probably need to be a little more grateful uh, for the things that we have and that things are as well as they are and look for those times when things will uh, even get better. Uh, Connie, do you have any kind of closing remarks or anything that you'd like to just say? I'll just say, <clears throat> excuse me. That my friends used to say, Connie, I waved to you when I saw you on the street. And I would say, I'm so sorry. I said, I can see colors and I can see shapes, but I can't see people's hands waving back in the day. But now I can. I can see people waving to me now. Well, that's that's wonderful that you say you can see now. It reminds me of the story in the Bible where Jesus healed the blind man. And people questioned him. Mm-hmm. And he says, I know. I can see now. Yeah. Well, Connie, we thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you so very much for this opportunity. It's Everything West Texas is a production of KACU and is sponsored by the West Texas Tribune and Floyd Miller Investments. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation, member FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products or services referenced here are independent of FSC. Floyd Miller can be reached at 3300 South 14th Street, Suite 100 in Abilene, Texas, 325-676-0138. I'm Floyd Miller, your host. Subscribe today.